0: Well, it's, it's funny though, you talk about the, you know, the presentation, the uniforms, whenever I get invited to, um, you know, by trade associations to come to their shows, their big events, Mm -hmm. you know, I have the, you know, I have like three or four polos with the logo composites weekly on there. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have like a a big banner to put on a table, you know, that's got the logo and everything. You know, so that when I'm sitting at a table or a a trade show booth or something like that, it's got the, you know, the logo hanging down. I'm wearing the logo, Um, you know, so you want to present that. You want to present that, you know, I don't usually do that when I'm just at home out of, you know, this location, out of the office interviewing people. I rarely wear that stuff. But if I'm on location, man, I am looking the authoritative type, you know, with that uniform on. For sure. Well back when I had a handyman business, I, same
1: thing. like when I started it, I went to uh one of the print companies and I got like five polos printed up with absolutely with a simple logo. That's right. That I made on Fiverr actually back then I think it was like logo nerds or something mm-hmm. where you can make your own logo. You know, uploaded that to the to the shirt company, wore some khakis. Yep. Um, got a tool belt and you know, started doing handyman work. I had no experience. I mean, I had a little right. bit of experience because i had done some construction, but sure. Um, you know, probably not nearly as much as a lot of other people, mm-hmm. but then I showed up, I was clean cut, didn't smoke, didn't smell like alcohol. Right. Showed up on time and I got all the business I wanted. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, uh, I think one of the thing here is, um, it says there's three things about authority, expert, powerful and authoritative we talked about expert and authoritative let's talk about powerful, powerful. for a second yes There's someone who can say yes or no yeah you can walk away that's, from it right <laughs> that's yeah you, or you can make a decision one way or the other like in the process right right what we hate when we talk to you know a customer service rep and they can't make a decision right they're just like sure yeah well i need to i need to talk that's why everybody's like let me talk to your supervisor yes you know, you want to go up the chain of authority mm-hmm. to the next level because you know that that's the person that can make decisions. So if you can make a yes or no decision, right. it automatically makes you look like an authority um, because you have that power to make the decision. Yep. The, and this one's good, too. And um, someone who's not easily or readily accessible
0: Man, that's so that's that's difficult for a lot of people sometimes because yeah, if you the want the days. business, like yeah. But I know it's scary Dan Terry, yeah, being yeah. not easily available. And I put this into practice, my buddy, um, where our friend David mm-hmm. uh, is always talks about me using the takeaway selling approach, where I intentionally don't call people back for a while, even. I try not to call people back, even if it's, um, you know, a customer, you know, a potential client of mine or a customer of mine that reaches out and ask for something or wants to do business, you know. They yeah, don't jump. Sometimes, yeah, I don't jump and I try to pause and put mm-hmm. them off a little bit so I don't try to, like, be eager to do business with them, right? Is that how you... Is that how you- got your wife (laughs) actually she laughs at me a lot of times because I had that approach not intentionally but I was just terrible on the phone uh, (laughs) when we talked and like when we were dating I used to like just have like really brief conversations with her and say I'll let you go and I'll talk to you later you know that was before the uh, cell phone (laughs) yeah
1: yeah I mean you got to set that um kind of set those boundaries and and also what you're doing is you're setting expectations yes there's nothing right. worse when you start a brand new relationship with someone whether it's business or pleasure or whatever if your first response is immediate whenever they ask for something you just set an expectation that that's how this is going to be from now on absolutely yeah whether it's conscious or subconscious so if you then delay exactly. the next time you just look like you're either spacing or you're just like, you know, whatever it's like, you just, so yeah, I think that's really important is to, you don't have to be like completely, you know, you can only contact me by fax exclusive. Like that's, that's a little over the top. Yep. Right. Yeah. But you can say, look, I don't, I don't respond to anyone um, within 24 hours. You know, give me at least 24 hours before I get back to you. Absolutely. Got a lot going on. That's right. Um, but I will get back to you, but it's going to be at least 24 hours. So
0: yeah, um, I know, learned I it, learned this a long time ago from Dan Kennedy's No BS in Selling. Yep, and and he called it he called it takeaway selling. The takeaway selling, which is like, don't be overly anxious to reach back to people, you know, because yeah. it appears that you're begging, you know, begging for the business. So.
1: So this, this um, comment from uh, runaway train was really good. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, when oh, I did home good. appointments, selling insurance, I asked for a glass of water. <laughs> if the wife got it, the husband is the alpha. If the wife asked the husband to get it, she's the decision. Absolutely. Maker. That's good. I like That's that. a great little, um, that's right. I had a, man, when I used to sell in home, um, every once in a while we'd go out in teams and there was this one guy that I went with, um, and he would just make himself at home. Like mm-hmm. he was one of those guys that just like everybody loved. Sure. He was everybody's grandkid. Cause we worked right. in the like 65 plus market. He would literally get up from the kitchen table where we were doing our stuff and he would just go to the fridge, get his own drinks. <laughs> like he'd be like, uh, that's anybody great. want anything? <laughs> and, and they just, that's great. He just, he just, he just took the authority. Right. Like he right. didn't, there really wasn't like any authority that he had necessarily, but he just created authority by these action, these like over the top actions that he would do. Right. And people just like, you could just watch over the course of an hour or three. Sure. Cause they were like three hour appointments where people like all of a sudden they were like, Oh, this guy's in charge. Like yep. you could just see the switch. Even That's though right. they were in their own house, he right. had taken over everything. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he'd be like, because a lot of times we were out in the country and things like that, he'd be like, "Y'all got any pie? I'm hungry." <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, and he's like, and the you know somebody be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, let me get that for you." <laughs> you know, and just, I mean, it was absolutely incredible to watch him kind of work, right. and nobody was ever offended by it. Yeah, like they were like, they were just amazed, and they were just, it. It's amazing how much authority he grabbed and created. Mm-hmm just yep. by asking people to do things for him yep. and nothing like it's not like hey sign this contract and become a customer it right. was like little things like like runaway train is talking about here with like a glass of water right and and see who moves and who gets it for you because that right. tells you a lot about the whole power dynamics at the table absolutely um yeah that's a gr- that's a great point uh runaway train that was uh it's mm-hmm. good stuff i bringing me back to my kitchen
0: (laughs) kitchen table sales days oh yeah yeah well you know i think that uh you know i think there's a lot of things in the in the power play there that you know being easily accessible Mm -hmm. on a regular basis you know we talked about like in the past the perceived value and that comes with um you know Having limited, or you know, it's I, I think it pl- plays in the scarcity principle with, yeah, uh, for sure, with how easily available you are. So, the less available you are, the more valuable you are. So, you got to right. think about that. And sometimes that's really hard to um, implement into your business unless you're intentional about it. Like, I mean, if you're eager to get business, sometimes the, you know, the, the response sometimes is like, I get to call this guy back. I need the business or I want to, this is a huge lead. You're anxious. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can, you, you actually want to do the opposite of that. You want Commission breath. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what we used to call it in uh, <laughs> different companies I've worked with. They called it commission
1: breath. That's, right. Like That's people, right. You know, people smell it. Yep. Um, uh, and they, they're like, Ooh, no, they, they back off. Cause yeah, you're too eager too mm-hmm. too accessible. Um, and people that are, are up to stuff are typically busy. Right. That's right. And they don't have, they don't have to know what you're busy at by the way. Right. Exactly. You're busy. Maybe going to the gym. <laughs> That's right. And you just can't talk right now. That's right. right. It's like, Hey, I'm going to a meeting be back in about, mm-hmm. you know, two hours, you know, if you want to talk then I'll, I'll see if i can squeeze you in for a five minute call but if it's going to be longer than five minutes i need you to here's a here's a link to my calendar yep just little things like that and it, it does require you to just take a breath you know not be in in scarcity mode where you think oh my god i'm gonna lose this client i had a right. coach one time who told me you don't need any given client, you need clients, right? Everybody does. Sure. Everybody needs clients and customers, but you don't need any given one. Mm -hmm. Like there's going to be another one come along. If you're doing your work and you're prospecting, you're doing the things you're doing your marketing, another one will come along. Sure. So you don't have to just like jump and react to one because they're not the answer
0: to your problems. Right. And you're going to need another one after them. So it's like, well, think about, think about the best restaurants that you go to. You know, mm-hmm. going back to a restaurant um, yeah. example, they make you make a reservation. Like you can't just yeah. show up, right? They're going to say, nah. uh, no, you, you, you know, you want to do business. At the very you gotta- least, you,
1: even if they don't take a reservation, you gonna have to wait, right? You that's right. have to, that's right. Because if it's worth going to, it's probably got to wait. Put your name I on the list, hey, list, right? Even Waffle House has a wait, you know? Because when you want a Waffle House, you know, you want a Waffle House. Absolutely. Like those booths are filled really, up, man. Most
0: of the time you yeah. go in a Waffle House, there is no booth available. You're going to wait. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when you need it, they're, they're the experts
1: at That's right. 2 a.m. dining. That's so right. they are yeah. the authority. And those waitresses, servers, whatever they're called these days in Waffle House, they don't take no junk either. You know, they're like,
0: <laughs> what do you want, So What do you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. What else you got on this authority subject? Yeah. Uh, well, I want to say last last thing I'll say to that is sometimes the language that you use mm-hmm. um, when it comes to you know this um, you know power or powerful I guess is like mm-hmm. you know the language that you use in a conversation of not being easily or readily accessible is we need to see if there's a good fit or we don't work with everyone um, yeah you know obviously identifying yourself as not being easily available and accessible at all times and under, and yeah, making our, them understand that. Yeah.
1: Like I, I just finished a sales letter for, for a client and in the end, um, it's a pretty expensive service, financial newsletter service. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for one of their, their backend products. So it's like four grand a year. So it's right. not cheap. Right. Right. So when I was closing and doing the price and that kind of stuff, I was like, you know, this, you know, this isn't for everyone. Like Mm -hmm. we, we did a survey recently and we had, you know, so many responses and, you know, 80% said it was too expensive. Mm -hmm. Yep. I said, so, and that may be you, right? That's in the letter. I was like, that may be you. And that, if that's so, that's okay. Just stick with your current subscription and, you know, we'll be happy to serve you. But if you're ready to step up and you're ready to do the, you know, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, this is. You know this might be something you're interested in sure. so yeah I, so part of that certainty that language is being able to like be willing to say look yeah we're we're expensive we're not for everybody absolutely you know, or yeah our, our lead time because there's so much demand like if i was the, the leather journal company you know i might i might throw in there you know it takes 30 days for delivery mm-hmm. yeah right like yeah we know we, you could go to amazon and get something in two days these are handcrafted and it takes us 30 days because of the amount of orders and the amount of time we put in these, you know, if you can't
0: wait, we understand. Um, But if you, if you want a quality product. That's a great example, Sean. And I'll give you an example is I recently ordered from a company, a set of boots, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're really nice leather boots. Yeah. And the company said, um, I mean, this was, you know, month or so month or two ago, I said probably be eight weeks, so <laughs> it's like, which is, which is you know really ballsy
1: in, a, in an Amazon world, right? To yeah, to stick to that and be like, yeah, it's gonna take eight weeks, you know. I know, yeah, we, yeah you can order something and get it in two days, but it ain't gonna be these boots. But and you know what? That
0: exudes confidence Absolutely. when they say that. And the only reason I said okay was because of the fact that they were featured or they were talked about by celebrities, by guys yeah. like Joe Rogan who mentioned yeah. them. Um, and he had a conversation, I can't remember the other celebrity that he was talking with there, you know, about this company. And, you know, cause you're you're always looking for like, I hate shopping, I hate going to the mall, I hate trying on stuff, I hate trying on shoes. I, yeah. I despise shopping. So I just wanna be able to order something, have it, you know, come in. So ordering something's difficult. I mean, Amazon's great, but if you're ordering something to wear or shoes or yeah. st- stuff like that, it's, it be- can become very difficult. So that's where you put your trust in authority figures out there. Um, yeah. But you go to especially the, especially
1: stuff like shoes. I mean, if you buy a really good pair of shoes, they can last yeah 20 years, you know, Absolutely. like, so why not wait eight weeks for something that could last yeah. 20 years. But the, it's on the shoe company or the boot companies to, to remind you of that. It's not, yeah. you know, they have to remind you of that. You don't automatically know that. That's right. But as but soon as they say it and they give you a reason why it takes eight weeks, look, we're, and there, we have thousands of orders ahead of you. We handcraft every one. And that was a reason. Know,
0: handcraft. Yeah. You know, yep. handcraft. We're in the, we're made in the USA. We handcraft. Everything is is handcrafted to your specs. You know, we don't like pull off a shelf. Which is another great thing. I mean, that's another great thing that you can always utilize is that we hand craft your specifications. Like, and I tell this in my industry is like, listen, we custom make to your, I mean, I don't care if it's like chemicals or leather goods, you can use that to your Mm -hmm. advantage out there by saying, listen. We customize, we're a lean manufacturer. We customize to your specs, okay? Yep. We're not just pulling crap off the shelf for you. We're going to uh, customize it to your specific, uh, you know, specs, Mm -hmm. and we make it when we get the order. We don't just pull something off the shelf for you and send it out. We're not going to yep. do that because, you know, in chemical, you know, when you're, when you're doing, dealing with chemicals, everything has a shelf life. So, and that's what you have to communicate. You know, do you, you do understand everything has a shelf life. So if you're pulling yourself right. something off the shelf, then there is a shelf life on that. And you're probably, you know, by the time you get it, you're probably, you know, you know, two months into the shelf life. Right. <laughs> so you only have maybe two months left. Um, so you want it to meet their specs. The baddest bulls for you,
1: <laughs> so uh our buddy Chris said, we only use the baddest bulls for your feed. ain't no that's normal right. cows in this process, the that's best right for the best that's right. you should sell that tagline, Chris
0: yeah, exactly by the way, that uh, that pair of boots that I worked for is like yeah. I think it's like a four hundred dollar pair of boots, but yeah, you know, you get what you you know obviously like I said I mean, you pay higher for specific and for Customization and then for the fact that they just say you'll wait eight weeks is intriguing to me.
1: Yeah, and those will last you twenty years. I mean, maybe you have to resole them or something like that, but I mean they'll last Mm -hmm. twenty years. And if you think about the you know, the cost per year, it's pretty pretty low, right? Compared to if you just go through a pair of cheap boots from Target. That's right. That break at the seams, you know, and right in a year or two years. Like yeah, it's it's not even close. Um, so yeah, that's, that's all good stuff. Like just, you can, in any, any business, any profession, mm-hmm. you know, whether you're a personal trainer, uh, whatever, like if you can put a little distance, you know, make yourself a little bit more exclusive, it's, it's going to up your value. It's like, Absolutely. yeah, you know, um, Hey, you know, I'm, uh, I'd love to do this project for you. Uh, no, I can do a good job, but it's going to be eight weeks before I can start. Mm-hmm. And at first they'll be like, oh, I really wanted it sooner. Like, well, (laughs) I understand. You know, you should have called me eight weeks ago. Absolutely. Um, Right. But, um, and you could always offer like a rush charge if you really want to.
0: Oh, sure. People, companies do that all the time. Like you want it sooner, you're going to pay $8, $10, whatever. Yeah. So you can tell somebody, look, yeah, it's normally,
1: you know, $10,000 for this, for this package of, you know, copy uh, but you know, if you really, really need it, I can move some stuff around and, um, but it's going to be an extra 25%. Right. And then you'll find out real quick if it really needed to be done <laughs> this mm-hmm. week or if they can wait eight weeks. Right. Um, and I think you're, if you're going to do rush charges, they should be pretty steep, like 25 to 50% or more. Oh, absolutely. To yeah. see if people are really serious about it or if they just, you mm-hmm. know. Just that's what people are, that's what people are used to now. Yep. Um, the other thing is, you, do you, you need to ask yourself, um, do I even want to offer rush charges? Cause that, mm-hmm. you know, you can take the position. Look, I don't do rush charges. Like right. I serve people in the order they come. Sure. You know, yeah. We'll do this project together. it will be done in eight weeks. If you want some more projects, maybe we should talk about that now so you can go ahead and get those on the books. You know, So you could, you could turn that into two sales real quick if you
0: wanted to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. So what do you got pulled up on the screen here? So here's one of my favorite ways to create authority. Okay. When you're in a commodity, even when you're in a commodity business, what, what, or maybe what you think is a commodity business. Okay. And most people don't do this, but it's the old shock and awe in a box. Okay. Right. So Dan talks about this, the authority in a box uh, prepare, uh, prep, preparing and conditioning the prospect, um, the last thing you ever want. So it's what they see before the sale. And I talked about this earlier, talking about the, you know, the leather presentation binder, right. Yeah. Um, creating a package and I'm not just sending the presentation binder. Typically I'm sending that and I'm sending, you know, some other things with it. Uh, there is a box of things that they get along with the uh, presentation binder. Um, yep. I'll put in some trinkets, uh, a Rubik's cube. I'll put in a uh, a set like you you've talked about in the past, which I've picked up like poker chips, uh, dominoes, what have you, you know, just as an example to go with a letter that says, yeah. uh, you know, you know, so to speak, you know, if you're talking about a Rubik's cube, you know, there's so many, there's a billion ways. Um, there's, I don't think, like five billion combinations to this Rubik's cube, but there's only, you know, so many examples. I've used that tagline many times over on on the sales list. Yeah, lines I, I use. used when I first got into copywriting. I used uh, I'd I use a pair
1: of dice. Yeah, um, and I said, don't roll the dice on your next project. Yeah, you know. So little things like that, it, it sticks with people. Absolutely. Right? Uh, and I had a same kind of thing. I had a, like a really nice portfolio. I remember when I actually submitted, I sent that to, this was back like 2008 when I first got into copyright. And I actually sent that to a to the Agora company that I was looking to work with, Stansberry, uh, before I got hired right. and before I was going to make the trip up there. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I got up there and I was interviewing with the, the head publisher, he had it in his hand. He's like, this is the best like resume packet we've ever gotten. Wow. You know, cause it was, it wasn't the leather. If I had, I had that back then, I probably would have done that, but sure. it was a really nice cover, you know, the dice, like different things in it. Um, yeah. You know, so those things stand out. They work. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, who else is doing this really well right now? Um, and we've talked about some of these companies before athletic greens Sure. Um, Another one right now. Everyday Dose. Yep. You heard of Everyday Dose? I haven't heard of them. So they're like a a mushroom coffee company. Okay. And the first time you order, they have basically a shock and all box. And what it comes with is, you know, 30-day supply of the stuff, Um, a nice little cup, Mm -hmm. like a metal, you know, um, it's not quite as nice as like a um, wherever the brand is, I just went blank. Um, mm-hmm. art, not Arctic, the what's the brand like the big brand? Uh, Co- or, uh, Yeti. Yeti, 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 yeah, 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 oh, Man, totally lost
0: it. Um, <laughs> they're not like as Yeti popular cup. anymore, though. They're losing ground. Uh, yeah, they're people are taking market share for yeah. sure. Um,
1: but yeah, it was like a nice little Yeti cup, a frothing, mm-hmm. you know, thing that comes with it. So it was all in the in a really nice box that all mm-hmm. comes together for your first some stickers that you get when you, when you sign up, like it's a whole kit that mm-hmm. you get. And it, that's what that is. It's a shock and all box. It's like, yep. Oh wow. Yeah. You know, this has got all the stuff I need to make my new mushroom coffee. And it's, it started. It works. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you, you've talked about the, um, the athletic green stuff in the I same way.
0: It. Yeah. Yeah. They send it nice. The packaging is nice. The logo, uh, they, mm-hmm. they started yeah, out with the box of the, um, you know, the monthly or the travel packets and then the big yep. bag, which we do both the big bag and the travel packets, but they, then they send you the, uh, the little storage container to put your athletic greens in, to keep it in the fridge, yep. uh, yep. to seal it and refrigerate it. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice, and it comes in a nice starter box. Now huh. the starter box is different from the monthly box. Once they get you, yes. once they get you in, then yeah. the boxes are, are less Pretty plain. Yeah. <laughs> they're not as shock and awe, so to speak. No. I mean, they're, they're less shock and awe. They're not yeah, terrible. They got you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I yeah. still love it and uh, it's still a good product. So cool. But yeah, I uh, love that. You know, again, you know, what we're telling people out there is whatever you're doing, if you're, if you own a business, if you're just sending out your resume, don't, you know, be shock and awe. Send yeah. it in a leather binder. Send it out there to uh, uh, a pres- you know a company out there, and do something different to se- separate yourself from everybody else. Uh, you know yeah. that shows authority. Even if you're not the authority, if you put a you know if you present yourself in a shock and awe package, so to speak, mm-hmm. then then you become the authority. Um, yeah. So, so what you're saying is all about your package. It's all about you, pa- <laughs> so to speak. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> um, lastly, uh, let's see. Let's let's kind of wrap. Since we're on, a, on, you know, short on time, um, we'll kind of wrap things up here, Sean. Um, okay. Most people think that they and others purchase through a process of rational thought, arriving at a decision this is not how most people buy at all. Most people arrive at the decision first and then go through the process of rationalization. <laughs> yep. True or false? So true. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely true.
1: Yep. Yep. Like people as soon as they you know I heard somebody say in the past year I heard somebody say um, when people are like reading your sales materials or your marketing material the question the number one question they're asking am I a person that buys a product or service like this? Yes. Like, so right. they're looking for, for clues that yes, I'm, I'm the person that buys this. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that could be, could be anything. Could be the colors of the company. could be images on the website. Could be just about anything. Yeah. Um, and as soon as they see that they're like sold. Right? right. And then they start rationalizing with the facts and the figures and the exact price and everything right. else. But yeah, it's a, and we know, and sometimes, I mean, there's some studies coming out now about like um, they do, there's a study where they flashed images in front of people and some were like happy images, some were scary images. Like, so you might have snakes or a, a baby laughing, you know, totally different, randomized order. Right. And what they found out is that people had, and they would, then they would measure like facial minor, minor, minor facial responses. mm mm-hmm. You know, using a camera and and electrodes and all kinds of stuff. What's crazy is people were making decisions from a gut level before Mm -hmm. up to like 0.3 seconds before the image ever showed. Wow. Like somehow, I mean, this is crazy stuff. We're getting into, you know, quantum stuff and all this again. But like the intuition was so high and so strong that, that they knew what was coming, even though it was randomized. Yeah. So they had already made a decision about how that picture made them feel before the picture even showed. <laughs> and that's yeah. why like a lot of times you can write copy. And if you're, if you're just in a really good mood when you write copy or when you read copy, sometimes you can tell, like, like you get an email from somebody, you can lay, like, I feel off. Like something's off. Like you mm-hmm. just, you feel an energy where it either feels desperate or it feels whatever. And you're like, ooh, I don't like that. And then other times yeah. like it, you know, there's no marketing tactics or anything in it, but the email just hits you really good or an ad hits you really well. Sure. And I think it's because there's some certain energy and stuff behind it. Um, it's A little woo-woo and crazy, but um, there's a lot of science going on from people like Joe Dispenza and these guys that mm-hmm. um, are showing that we actually make decisions even pre, pre-cognitive, like before we even realize what we're looking at, we've already made decisions. Oh, absolutely. So a lot of times you'll read a headline or read an offer or see an ad, you've already made the decision. Now you're just clicking through to figure out ways to justify what you really want to do. Absolutely, yeah. Right, if, if Jonathan, if you see an ad for a new driver, like as soon as you see it, you're like, I'm in. I'm in, Now totally. you're Now you're clicking through and spending the next hour trying to figure out, okay, do they give me enough here to actually pull the trigger right. on this?
0: If well, you want I, it. I'll give you an example. I made a purchase this week. Um, so m- I've got two teenagers. They're starting their own, I guess, summer, spring lawn care business. So okay. I'm making an investment in them. And this week I went out and I'm like, okay, so I got to get a zero turn mower. I got to yep. get a weed. You know, we've got a weed eater, but I wanted to get them kind of like more of a backpack blower You know, professional, you know, blower, weed eater, you know, you name it. So I'm like, oh man, I've got to like look around to find this stuff and help them. And uh, so I start getting on like Marketplace, which is like one of the go-tos. And here I I find a a local company in here that's advertising a package deal where they present like they got the trailer with a zero turn mower, you know, with a backpack blower a weed yep. eater, all the stuff that you need. It's like the starter kit for anybody that's getting into a landscaping business. Yep. Right. And I'm like, that's what I need. Yeah, one <laughs> I, shop. So I don't care. I mean, they're, they're pricing this stuff out and it's not, it's reasonable. The fact that, yep. you know, they got everything priced out and it's reasonable. Are they a little higher than if I, you know, price this stuff out individually? Yeah. You know, if I, you know, bought the mower separately and the trailer separately and the weed eater and the and the blower and all these things, yeah, I'd probably pay a little more. But I'm looking for packaging, right? Yeah, for ease. And that's, and that's what I told them. I said, you know, I went to this company um, in Knoxville, a company called Knoxville Power Sports, and I literally told them when I was making the purchase decision this past week and buying this trailer combo with a mower and all this stuff for my kids and and bringing it home and parking it in our garage so that they can start mowing yards this summer including my own yard for free and other properties for free um i told them i said you know i told this company i said you guys are brilliant you you guys are one of the few companies out there that i've seen it's actually positioning yourself and creating a package deal, right? Yeah. For mowing yeah. equipment, because right. you save me a ton of like you've got a zero turn, uh, you know, mower, good quality mower, on a trailer, with all the equipment, fuel, yeah, everything. So now, yeah. So now you don't have to figure out will this you know the mower fit on this
1: trailer? Is the exactly? Right, does it hold enough Started weight? Kit. Like. They've done every. They've done
0: all the math. They've done the thing. That's right. So as soon as you saw that, you made a decision. I made a decision right there, and then I justified it. Like yeah, even I though I was paying through. more for it, I justified it to my wife, and it's like, yeah. oh, it's all together. I don't have to look <laughs> around. This saves me a ton of time. And they can start mowing tomorrow. That's like, right. I I just yeah. I just go there, buy it, pick it up, and hook it up to my you know to my Jeep and take yeah. it home. Yeah. So that was. I mean, it, that's a lesson for any business out there. And I told him, yeah. I said, you guys are brilliant for doing this because I see no other business out there. Lowe's and Home Depot could make a fortune if they just thought about doing this, but they don't do that." And this. what's funny is they sell all of it. And they they sell, sell, it, it, sell it, but they piece, it. they piecemeal it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They have all of this equipment <laughs> You got to figure out what goes together.
1: Exactly. You have to figure so it out. I mean, they do that with appliances, right? I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of Home Depot and Lowe's now have the, especially for, you know, they kind of right. started back in the flipping when flipping was super popular. Right. They started doing these appliance packages, you know, you get the, exactly the $2,000 package, the $4,000 package mm-hmm. or the, you know, whatever luxury package, but it includes your stove, your fridge, your microwave, like everything's Absolutely. there. It all matches. Right. Ordered it at once, you know, it's done.
0: Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, packages always pa- yeah, always sold well. Yeah, absolutely. I don't care what business you're in. If you package things and make it simple for you know the the whole, you know the the, I guess the the lesson here is make it easy for people to buy. Right. Yep. It, people that don't know what they're needing and don't know all of the accessories and what they need. Well, and they're trying to goes figure back it out. To authority
1: too, right? It's yeah. like. If I put a package together for you as a company, like right. it, it shows some of, it, it goes back to the thing we said about saying yes or no. Yep. It's, it's basically saying, yes, you need all these things. Yep. I've already decided for you. You don't have to think about it. I know what's best for you. Absolutely. This is the package you need. That's right. If you're going to start a business, you need this package. If you're yep. going to flip a kitchen, you need this, mm-hmm. you need this package. Yep. And that's a type of authority by packaging stuff. You're actually, you're actually creating authority. hmm by saying these are the things that go together, this is what you need. That's right. Any good salesman, you know, it's basically assuming the sale, right? It's like, mm-hmm. you need this, 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 and this, here it is. Yep. And and that confidence of that already thought out,
0: all that stuff gets people to really, like, yeah, that right. makes sense, I'll and take it. Consumers mm-hmm. like me are gonna say thank you for doing yes. that. Because you've saved me a ton of time, right? Yep, yep. Because that's, I mean, Honestly, that's the kind of consumer that you want is the kind of guy that doesn't have the time to figure it out. He's looking to invest in whatever that is. And you've done the research and you've done the packaging for him. He's going to say, this is what I need. It's business in a box to start with. Thank you. Yep, So absolutely. All right, right, good stuff. I think this is our longest episode (laughs) yet. (laughs) Close to it. We'll have to uh, split this one up uh yeah that's all i got sean man it's been fun yeah um yeah so if we split these up then that means the
1: next episode is number 300
0: that's right so next week is number 300 um we need to bring some boys on like yeah reach out to uh some past guests i don't know we'll have to we'll have to reach out to some folks and get them on should be a fun episode
1: yes ben uh bill from story sales machine i don't know if that's enough notice for him oh, but he might be able yeah. to get on that'd be
0: great love to have
1: him on yeah he's got some stuff going on yeah so yeah we do have some guests that are starting to line up for march so you know you guys want right. to listen to just just us we'll bring some guests on add zombies I'm, a, I'm looking forward to that yeah those guys will be fun yeah um That that's the end of the month actually on my birthday so awesome
0: Great month for birthdays. (laughs) That's right. You and I both, man. Yes. Right there at the end. Yeah. All right. right. Well, guys, thanks for listening. As always, you can find us at persuasionbythepint.com. You can find us on all of your podcast channels, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart, iTunes, you name it. And uh, as always, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week on the 300th episode of Persuasion by the Pint. Wow, that is cool. six years in the running. Can you believe it? We're on our sixth year. Is it six years? Yeah, six it years. was like twenty eighteen. Was that maybe uh, fifth. Okay. It's fifth? fifth year, I think. Yeah, fifth year. <laughs> Still, Jonathan's been hitting
1: the fifth there at his desk, so he's <laughs> <Exactly>. like,
0: <laughs> "We'll see you next yes.
1: time.
0: See ya."